What's up, family? Welcome to the Radical Winning Perspective podcast, where we help you fight fear with faith, remind you that God has called you to be greater and to walk in your power. So get ready to be encouraged, inspired, and empowered. I am your host, Susan Nicole. Let's get into today's episode. And sometimes when you have actually had sex before, you've been married before, you've been through a situation where you've been intimate, it can be a little challenging with having to actually stop having sex altogether. But I want to let you know that you can do it. Hey, 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 family. Welcome back to another episode of The Radical Winning Perspective. I am here, yours truly, Susan Nicole. Happy Thursday, beautiful people. I hope that your week has been amazing thus far. I can say that mine has been real busy, but you know what? I am making it do what it do by God's grace. Hello, somebody. But listen, check this out, family. For this episode, we're going to be talking about sexual sin. You know, you know, sometimes where you want to please God, but you horny at the same time, how you want to please God, but sometimes you have an itch. Listen, I've been there. I've experienced it. I've been through it. And today I am going to be sharing with you some tips or some ways that helped me as I was navigating throughout my journey of celibacy. And even now with me being a single woman. So I hope this is helpful for you. This is a YouTube video that you could also watch as well. If you go to my YouTube channel, Susan Nicole RWP, there you will be able to watch the video version of this episode. But I love you, family. This is episode number 79. Thank you all so much. If you find yourself in a place where you're stuck, you need a little coaching, you need a little counsel, listen, your girl is here to assist. So make sure if this message is encouraging to you and you know somebody that's struggling with sexual sin, go ahead. Don't be selfish. Send this episode to somebody that it would be helpful to. All right, family. So get ready and let's go ahead and get into today's episode. We're talking about how to maintain and some tips, some ways to help you with that sexual sin. Now for today's video, we're going to be talking about struggling with sexual sin. Now, I know that that may not be a popular topic. In this world that we live in, we see that people are comfortable with having sex before marriage. People are comfortable with sleeping around. But I believe that there's a certain handful of people who desire to please God. There is a certain group of people who actually want to wait till they meet their husband. Those people who may have had sex before, may have had a child before, but they've gotten to a place in their life where they say, God, I want to do things your way. I want to do it how you want me to do it. And I am here because I want to support you throughout that journey. And I want to let you know that you can do it because I have done it. I went through it. Okay. And so, um, as a reference, I want to go to a scripture in first Corinthians chapter seven, first Corinthians chapter seven. Um, I'm going to read verse eight, right? Eight through nine. And this is what the scripture says. This is uh, brother Paul talking to the church. Okay. Paul was single. Let's read. It says, I say to the unmarried and to the widows, it is good for them if they remain as I am. But if they do not have self-control, they should marry 
since it is better to marry than to burn with desire. So far the scripture. Now listen, Paul is telling us in Corinthians that it is important that if you cannot keep yourself singles and widows, that is better to marry than to burn. Now, I believe that certain people are gifted to be celibate. Certain people are gifted. Okay. God has called them to never be married and to never have sex. But I believe there's a handful of us who enjoy the pleasure of sex. Those are people who desire to have sex. And so I want to share with you some things that I did when I was journeying through life and I was uh, aiming to be celibate. Now, the first thing I want to let you know is that I didn't grow up in the church. Okay. I didn't grow up in the church. I did not have a relationship with Christ when I was younger. When I went to church, it was on holidays. It was on some Sundays. Okay. But I wasn't, I didn't grow up in the church. I didn't actually meet church or start going to church and actually building my, my own relationship with God until I was in my mid twenties. And that was after my son was born. And y'all know, like I've shared, my son is about to be 17 years old, right? Matter of fact, he'll be 17 next month. So it was a while where I was actually doing my thing. Now, I wasn't out in the streets being uh, Jezebel, you know, but there were times when I was in relationships where I was intimate. But I remember that when I decided that I really wanted to commit to Christ, I remember when I decided that I really wanted to please him, not only with my words, my actions, but also my lifestyle, that I had to adjust some things. And so some of the things that I did in order to keep me right was that I remember that I took an index card, right? And I took the index card and I put it in my wallet. Now on this index card, I wrote down some reasons of why I wanted to remain celibate. I think that is the number one thing that we should do or the number one thing that I can encourage you is that if you find yourself wanting to save yourself, if you find yourself wanting to wait until you get your husband to be intimate, then I think that you should write down your reasons of why. And I say that because yes, the Bible tells us to not have sex. That is sexual sin, right? The Bible tells us not to do this. We have certain preachers in pulpits that tell us not to do this. We have certain older, um, wise people that tell us not to, but we don't really have our own reasons. And if you don't really have your own reasons of why you don't want to have sex outside of marriage, you're not going to be successful. And I say that because we cannot do things or change things about ourselves simply because somebody else told us we have to, or somebody else told us that we need to. You have to make up in your mind that this is something that you want to do. You have to make up in your mind that I choose not to have sex outside of marriage. And because I choose to do this, here are my reasons why. Now, just to kind of give you guys an insider, some of the things was, number one, I put on there, I want to please God. I want to please God. I knew that giving my body away, right? Because in certain, I can't, I can't think of the scripture in my head right now, but there's something that says that when we have sex with someone, they're already our husband. Our souls have connected and that's where soul tides come in at. And so therefore, emotionally, we become connected to that person. We come desiring, our body desires that person. And that's the only person that we want to be with. But I believe that that type of desire, that type of connection should come from somebody that is your spouse. 
somebody that God has ordained for you to be with. Something that when you have sex, it's not a uh-oh or oh my God, I fell again or oh my God, I feel so bad and having to go through this whole condemnation with yourself because that's what the enemy does. But being able to know that after I have sex with my husband, after I have sex with my wife, I have honored the Lord. So the index card that I use, I put on there that number one, I wanted to please God. Number two, I wanted my husband to realize that I was saving myself for him. And then number three, I didn't want to be out there in those streets. I didn't want to just give myself to somebody that wasn't deserving, someone that wasn't committed to me, someone that may get mad at me six months later and he's out of my life. But I wanted to be able to be committed to someone, someone that I know that he and I both were given our bodies. We were in the same household. And so for somebody on today, I want to let you know that yes, even after I wrote that down and I put it in my wallet, there was still some times that I fell, but every time I got back up, my commitment to God increased and therefore it was less falling. Now I'm not here to judge anyone. I'm here to help the person that says, Susan, what did you do? Susan, how can I keep myself? Another way that I kept myself was I fasted, right? I fasted because I wanted God to help me with my discipline. I knew that when I cut certain things off or when I chose to turn my plate over, if I could discipline myself without eating, I could discipline myself without having sex. I could discipline myself to be focused on the things that were most important to me. I could hear God speak to me, right? And so I want to let somebody know that maybe it's to incorporate fasting. Another thing that I did, it was this message that was very popular back in the day called No More Sheets. And it was about, and it was by someone named Juanita Bynum. And I listened to that message, y'all. And when I listened to that message, boy, let me tell you, it blessed my soul. It helped me realize the importance of me keeping my body and pleasing the Lord. It encouraged me throughout my celibacy. And I want somebody to know that there are people, there are messages, there is something you can do to encourage yourself. You don't have to throw in the towel and say it's too hard or it's too challenging. God wants you to be encouraged throughout this walk in this journey with trying to save yourself. God honors your sacrifice. God honors that you're choosing to do what he's called you to do versus what everybody in the world says is acceptable versus what everybody in the world saying it is okay to do. And so I want to encourage you in that. Um, another thing that I did, y'all, when I found myself, let me tell you, where I was really wanting to be intimate with someone, I used to go in my closet and I used to pray. And even as I prayed, I used to cry because I know it sounds funny as I'm saying this, but I used to cry because I had a desire to please God so bad. I wanted to please him so bad when it related to me not having sex that I would cry because I wanted to. My flesh wanted to so bad, but my spirit wanted to be kept. And so there were plenty of times where I remember going in my closet and crying out, God, help me. I want to have sex, Lord. I want to be intimate, but I want to please you. Y'all, true story. And I had to really focus on 
my desire to please God meant more to me than my flesh because it was only temporary gratification. So I don't know what it takes for you to remain on your celibacy path, but I want to encourage you that you can do it. Listen, y'all, I, I remember I had my son, okay? Then it was a space in between. I was, you know, practicing celibacy. Then I got married, okay? Then I got divorced, okay? Then I got married again, and now I'm a widow. Hello, somebody. So daily, we have to make up in our mind what type of lifestyle are we going to have? Are we going to have the lifestyle where we're out there sleeping with everyone, where we can't contain or we can't discipline ourselves to hold ourselves until we meet our husband, until we meet our wife? Or are we going to be like the ones that say, you know what, it's better to marry than to burn. So let me go ahead and get married. Now, I understand what the scripture is saying. I understand what brother Paul is saying in first Corinthians chapter seven, verse through eight. Let me read it again. It says, he says to the unmarried and to the widows, it is good for them if they remain as I am. But if they do not have self-control, they should marry since it's better to marry than to burn with desire. I don't want you to marry someone just because you want to have sex. I don't want you to marry someone just because you say, you know what? I don't want to, um, I don't want to not please God and continue to be intimate with this person. So let me just marry them where emotionally you guys are not connected, where mentally y'all are not on the same level, where your values are not correlated together, but you, because you can't hold on to yourself intimately, you want to rush and marry him. That is not the right thing to do because what's going to happen is you're going to marry him because you can't hold yourself sexually. And then you're going to have resentment because he doesn't meet any other area in your life doesn't meet your needs emotionally or mentally or spiritually, but because you don't want to displease God, you're going to go ahead and rush and marry him. Y'all, that is not wisdom. And I believe if you are a child of God and you hear me or under the sound of my voice, then you are knowledgeable to understand that God gives us wisdom, but God will also give us the discipline that we need. Maybe instead of sleeping over with him or her, you should not. Maybe you shouldn't be up late at night on the phone talking to this person. If you know, after hours, your conversation goes to another place. And then when the conversation goes to another place, you start asking him what you got on. He's asking you what you got on. I just got this on or I'm sleeping this way. That is only going to play in your imagination. That is only going to make you want it more than ever before. Y'all I'm telling y'all this because I've been through it. I'm telling y'all this because I know and so if you are part of that group where you say, Susan Nicole, I want to save myself until I am married. Where you're saying, Susan Nicole, I am a virgin and I want to stay there, but it's hard because of society showing how sex is so good. I want to encourage you to keep yourselves, keep yourselves. Number one, write down your reasons of why. Why are you choosing to remain celibate? You can't do it because the preacher says so. You can't do it because the Bible tells you so. But make a decision in your mind and write down why you're doing what you're doing. The second thing is surround yourself with people that are going to encourage you in your journey of being celibate. Put on a message. Okay, I told you my message that I listen to all the time was no more sheets. 
Even as a widow, as I stand here today, listen, if I get that itch, I have it, okay? But I know that it may come up, right? Because I was in a marriage. I was in a committed relationship where having sex was something that we did. We're being intimate, making love was something we did. That was my lover. But if I find myself getting into that place, then guess what? I'm going to pull up that message. No more sheets. I'm going to remember my commitment to God. I'm going to remember that I want to please him. I'm going to remember that this is the temple of God and I can't let any unfilthy thing dwell there. And I want God to stay with me and I want God to live in me. And then also I want to encourage someone It's the fast. Sometimes you may have to turn your plate over to get that discipline that you need. Sometimes you may need to turn your plate over to silence and quiet your mind. So you can remember, why am I doing this? So you can remember, God, I need you. Listen and pray. Pray and fast. A combination of both. God will see your sacrifice. God will know that your desire is to please him. And I believe he will help you. He will always give you a way of escape. But y'all, we have to start putting not stop putting ourselves rather in situations that cause us to be able to not do and keep the commitment that we gave to our daddy. Yes, in this society that we live in, sometimes it can be challenging. Sometimes it can be challenging to keep and save our bodies. But I believe that God is a keeper. And I believe that if you truly have a heart and desire to wait until your spouse comes, then God will give you the strength to do such thing. He gave me the strength. He's given me the strength. And I believe as he did it back then, he'll do it again. And as he did it for Susan Nicole, he'll do it for you too. So hold on, hold tight. Okay. Don't be anxious. Don't be hasty. Don't marry someone for the sake of just saying, because I want to please God. And in every other area, y'all are not even connected. It's only a gratification for a little bit. And I don't want you having that condemnation saying, oh man, I messed up again. I want you to understand that God loves you. That if you find yourself falling or you find yourself falling in sin over and over again, he'll forgive you. You can get back up and you can try again, but don't run from the father because you have fallen into sin. Go closer to him. And as you strive to get closer to him, he will do that changing in you. He will make certain things unpleasing in your eyes. He will make you feel uncomfortable with certain things. And that's when transformation happens. And that's when it becomes a little bit easier. Now, it won't be easy but it get a little bit easier. I'm just telling you my story and I pray that it blesses you and I pray that it helps you along your journey. So I love you family. Remember, be bold, be confident and let your light shine. Until next time, I love you. Bye.